You are now listening to Strong in the Saddle, a weekly podcast with the goal to help you get strong in the saddle and maximize your potential as a rider and horse person. Whether you're someone who is looking to make the finals as a professional barrel racer, a dressage rider hoping to advance to the next level, or a recreational rider who just enjoys their horses away from the competition arena, I am here to help you be the best that you can be, both in and out of the saddle, in and out of the competition arena. If you're ready to improve your health and fitness so that you can be the best that you can be for your horse, then you're in the right place. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host, Katrina, and I will preface this episode by saying that if you can hear dogs barking in the background, I apologize. It is about six o'clock at night and coyotes are howling, and so, of course, my dogs are barking. So, just a warning. I don't think you'll be able to hear them, but if you do, I apologize. And just a reminder that this podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay obtaining medical or health-related advice from your healthcare professional because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this episode or any other episode of the podcast is solely at your own risk. Now let's get into it. Okay, so you read the title. Today we are talking about how to stick to your nutritional plan. If you are wanting to improve your health if you are wanting to get stronger, then you really need to stick to a sound nutrition plan. You need to be consistent consistent with it over time in order to see results. That being said, I know that that's easier said than done. You might be super motivated in the first few weeks of a new way of eating, but that motivation quickly falls away and that's Often when people fall off the bandwagon, they start overeating or undereating or maybe eating things that don't make them feel good or that negatively impact their performance. And before you know it, the whole plan is out the window. But there are things you can do to help ensure that you stay on track. Before we get into that, though, I just want to give a little caveat here. I'm not advocating for militant adherence to a plan. It's fine to have birthday cake once in a while. It's okay to go out and eat at a restaurant and not know how many calories are in what you're eating. That's part of life. Life is full of events where food is involved. Life is full of instances where it's really hard to eat quote-unquote healthy or on plan. You don't need to live chained to your kitchen scale and my fitness pal. But like I said, 
as a whole, you need to be consistent with the, the nutrition principles that I teach on other episodes of this podcast. So with that being said, let's dig into some tips to help you with your consistency. My first point of advice would be to get your environment set up so that it promotes adherence to your goals. What does that mean in terms of nutrition? Make sure you have plenty of protein sources, vegetables and fruits, whole grains, all that good stuff readily available in your house. If they're right there and require minimal prep, you're more likely to eat them. On the flip side, make it difficult to access foods that you know don't support your goals. If you know that ice cream makes you feel bloated, then don't keep it in the house. Instead, when you feel like having ice cream and are okay with the consequence of having some bloating, make it so that you have to go out and get it. And I guess that kind of rolls into my next tip. If you know that ice cream makes you bloated and makes you lay on the couch because you don't feel well, you know that it's not going to get you closer to your goals. In other words, you need to have goals and reasons why you wouldn't eat ice cream in this example. We all know that motivation doesn't always work. There are going to be times when you don't feel motivated to eat how you would ideally want to. In those cases, It's not motivation that's going to pull you through. It's going to be your reasons why you want to stick to that nutrition plan. Is it because you want to grow old enough to see your future grandkids grow up? Or to be honest, it could be something superficial like you want to get stronger in the gym or become a better rider. Or what about your horse? Do you think your riding would improve if you were eating a balanced diet full of high quality protein and lots of micronutrients? Of course it would. Think about how you would feel if you strayed way too far off plan. Would future you be mad at yourself? Would future you feel sick? or unwell? Would future you be frustrated when you have a stomach ache but want to go ride or go to the gym? Think about all of those things. I mean, really sit and think about it. Those are the thoughts and feelings that will pull you through when, for example, you don't feel like prepping a meal at home. My next tip for staying on your nutrition plan is to track. There's a saying out there that what gets measured gets managed or something like that. If you aren't measuring or tracking progress and what you're doing, how do you know where you're at or if you're making progress at all? The simple answer is that you don't. Tracking your progress is huge in terms of staying on your plan. For me, I know there have been many times where the thought that I have to track everything or that I have to be accountable to a coach helps me stay consistent. 
if I know that I have to enter something into a spreadsheet, I might not want to make that decision that takes me further away from my goals. For me, I really like seeing a spreadsheet or an app tracker that shows how super consistent I've been for days and weeks. It's like I don't want to break that chain. I've made it this far doing X whatever. Why would I stop now? So there are several things that you can track. You can track how many servings of veggies you eat every day um, and how many days in a row you hit that target. You could track how many steps you get in during a day, how many grams of protein you've eaten, how many days you've gone without ordering lunch out. I mean, what you could track is endless. When talking about nutrition and all of that, many people just think of tracking their weight and that sort of thing. But there are so many more metrics that you can watch and monitor to see if you're making progress and staying in line with your goals. My next tip is to avoid program hopping. It's very tempting to switch from diet to diet to diet to from fad to fad. You jump from keto to noom to paleo to whatever else is out there. They're all super motivating in the beginning, but again, that motivation wanes over time. I hate to break it to you, but the diet that works is the one that you're going to stick to. And the one that you stick to is likely the most unsexy, boring plan that you have ever seen. Eat plenty of protein. Get in your vegetables and some fruit. Choose carbohydrate sources that are high in micronutrients. Get in your healthy fat sources. These are all things we've heard before, but they really do work. It's boring, I know. It doesn't make a bunch of fantastical promises like keto might, but it will give you lasting results. And if you can stick to that boring tried and true plan over time, which is often easier than sticking to those more complicated protocols, you're going to see lasting and almost effortless results. My next tip, and you've heard me say this before, is to get your protein in. Why does protein help you stick to a nutrition plan? It keeps you feeling full. One of the biggest obstacles for people is hunger. They feel hungry and then they give in to cravings and whatnot. By ensuring that you get in enough protein, you're going to keep your hunger at bay to the fullest extent possible, even if you're in a fat loss or cutting phase. Research has actually shown that increasing protein intake can help regulate several of the mechanisms related to feeling full. As a general recommendation, I suggest getting in at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 130 pounds, look to get in at least 130 grams of protein per day and try to consume it throughout your day rather than eating it all at once. Um, if you are in a fat loss phase, I do recommend eating a bit more than the one gram of 
protein per pound of body weight. Next tip is another thing that you've heard me say time and time again, and that's to plan and prepare. Planning things out ahead of time will ensure that it's easy to stay on track. What should you be planning? One plan um, would be to plan what you're going to eat and make a list for the grocery store based on the meals that you would like to eat. Plan when you're going to cook those meals. Do you need a couple hours on the weekend to do meal prep? Or are you going to just cook as needed? Are you traveling? What are you going to eat during those travel days? Do you need to take food with you? Or are you going to have access to food that's in line with your plan? That's a big one for you horse people who travel to competitions and whatnot. Many places where horse events are held do not provide the best food options. It's usually things like hamburgers and fries. And if there's any veggies available, it might be some wilted iceberg lettuce on the burger. Um, You know, maybe pack a cooler. Lots of horse trailers have fridges in them. So sit down and think about what you're going to need to eat. Another tip for... Staying consistent and on plan is routine. I find personally that if I get into a groove or a routine of doing things, it makes it much easier to stick to because it almost, it becomes a habit. Um, For example, drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning is something I just automatically do. I do not even think about it. I might as well be sleepwalking. I get out of bed. It's what I do. There, you know, there's some days where I go through the motions and yeah, no thought required. And yes, it took me time to create that habit. I had to put a glass where I knew it would remind me, hey, I need to put liquid in that thing and consume it. Um, But eventually it just becomes part of the routine and you can apply that to anything whether that be eating some sort of vegetable at every meal or whatever else, do it every day and eventually it will become something you just do automatically. It's That's how you become consistent. My next tip is for those of you who are specifically in a cutting or fat loss phase, if you're in any sort of a caloric deficit for a long enough period of time, it's going to start to drag. Your energy is probably pretty low. You feel sluggish. You might be hungry quite a bit, even if you are eating enough protein. Using strategic diet breaks can help with this and make you more consistent over the long haul. Before I get into the details, I will just say that based on the research, there is no significant benefit to implementing diet breaks in terms of total fat loss that'll be lost, but there are psychological benefits that can be experienced when using diet breaks from time to time. And a diet break is just that. It's a break from your diet. They are usually no more than a week long and usually see your calories being brought up to your maintenance calorie intake. 
So when you do this, your fat loss might stall, but you're not going to go in reverse and gain weight. You'll just maintain where you are. And by doing this, you might notice a few things. The first one would be that your hunger would hopefully be alleviated over the week. You're eating at maintenance, which means you're giving your body what it needs. Um, Theoretically, then, your body wouldn't give you as aggressive hunger cues as it would in a deficit. And that gives you a break mentally because we all know how hard it can be sometimes to fight through hunger. Uh, The second benefit of a diet break is that you're probably going to see an increase in your energy just because you're consuming more energy. So I won't go too deep into diet break details here because it is definitely highly individualized. So if you have questions on this, the best bet is to seek help from a coach. Um, The one downfall of diet breaks is that they are going to obviously extend your fat loss phase because you are pausing for an entire week. Um, But it may be worth it if it renews your motivation a bit and gives you that mental break. On the other hand, if you aren't doing a super long fat loss phase, I would probably tell you to just push through and get it done without a diet break. Sometimes it's just easier just to push through, not have to contend with the allure of a diet break and all the potential foods you can eat. Sometimes it's easier to just get in the fat loss mindset, get in, get out, move on. So those are just a few tips on how to stick to your nutrition plan. So one was to set up your environment in a way that sets you up for success. Number two was to set goals and get really good reasons for why you should stick to your plan. Number three was to track. And there's all sorts of things you can track. Vegetable intake, protein consumed, um, your steps that you've taken. Um, Don't program hop was another tip. Stick to tried and true boring diets. Be sure you're getting in enough protein. Make sure you're planning out your nutrition plan. Get into a routine. Try and make it as much of a habit as possible to do the things that will make you consistent with your plan. And if you're in a fat loss phase, potentially playing with some diet breaks. So hopefully that helps you out. I know, especially when you're starting out, trying to clean things up with your diet and get a bit healthier, it's it can be really difficult to be consistent and stay on plan. But hopefully these tips will help you out a bit. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to chat and help you out in any way that I can. I'm on Instagram at Strong in the Saddle. And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.